Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode in our Zest Aged Care Hacks. And with me today I've got Jaden Swarbrick from Zest Financial who is an expert in our office specifically around aged care. And um, welcome along Jaden. Good morning Chris and thanks for having me on today um, and good morning to everyone listening. Yeah, so uh, Jaden, I know you've done a lot of work in the aged care space and uh, I've certainly done a fair bit as well, um, along with other people in the office and it's always an emotional time uh, with aged care and what I've noticed when people come into the office is that it's always a, a last minute thing. What's been your experience around aged care um, in terms of the people that you've been dealing with? Yeah, definitely one of the biggest things we do see is people often leave it too late. Um, they leave it till either mum or dad's requiring care and decisions need to be made um, around that care. And obviously at the time when mum and dad are going in, this is a pretty emotional time for everyone involved. Um, so really the moral of the story is here, the earlier you can have a look at things and start to get things in place, the, um, the better off they're going to be in the long run. Yeah, look, that, that was a really good comment around it's normally an emotional time. And what I've found is that an emotional decision is normally never a good decision. And an emotional decision tied to a financial decision is even a greater um, disaster normally for families. So how can we make sure that um, families don't, I guess, have to confront this situation um, at such an emotional time going through all the financial decisions that often have to be made and often are being made on behalf of parents um, because they don't have capacity. Yeah, um, so definitely one of the big things that most people or most families don't do um, is organise and sit down with mum and dad and actually discuss what would happen if they did require care um, and, and how would they go about it. So. To understand mum and dad's wishes is a big part in this in this whole situation um, and if you can talk to your if you've got brothers and sisters getting them to sit down with mum and dad so that you're, you're all on the same page with with aged care is a good starting point um, furthermore understanding how care works the costs of care is a bit more of a complex area um, and definitely something that we can look at and I think mum and dad should be aware of at the time or well, well and truly prior to looking at any facilities. Okay, and you made a really good point there and that's about understanding your mum and dad's or the family priorities because those priorities quite often can be in conflict with what sometimes is in the best interest of the parent and the best uh, interests financially. And so um, the other thing that generally happens is that all of this falls under the shoulder of, of one person in the family. So how can people get around that so there's a little bit more I guess of an idea of what needs to be put in place. Yes I'm glad you mentioned best interest there so one of the things with the best interest of the client um, so generally mum and dad would be considered the client there um, who can act for mum and dad is, is a big thing so ensuring that they've got an enduring power of attorney in place that allows people to act so again this is a discussion with mum and dad while they've got capacity, so getting in earlier rather than later is, is a good thing here. Um, deciding who can make the decisions for mum and dad, and then subsequently um, it's a clearer decision then on who has control and who can make them decisions um, moving forward. It's also good though if one person or say two siblings have control that 
the whole family is aware of what mum and dad want and that again relates us back to that family meeting and everyone having a clear understanding of what direction things will be going in. Yeah okay that's that's really good advice and you touched on the power of attorney there a little bit which I'll, I'll catch up uh, with in a, in a moment but one of the things in terms of the financial side of um, aged care that people are generally doing is making some decisions about how to pay those fees and and the fees are complex as you mentioned and and we won't be going into those today but just for the listeners out there we will be holding some separate sessions specifically on fees and some of the considerations there. So Jaden if I can come back to the powers of attorney one of the things that I've found in dealing with people is that you might ask the question as to whether there's a power of attorney in place and and everybody just says yes there is which is ordinarily fantastic because a lot of people don't have a power of attorney to begin with but what I've found is that when I've gone in and had a look at the powers of attorney they're really not fit for purpose and in fact it could create a bunch of problems for powers of attorney trying to look after the best interests of their family so have you found that in your dealings and and what have you put in place to perhaps make that process a little bit easier yeah, definitely. So with the power of attorneys, while yes, it's great that there's a document in place, actually having a look into the document to see who does have control and in what situations control is actually granted or uh, the power of attorneys do have the ability to act. So in some instances, it may be a joint power of attorney, it may be uh, several, uh, or it may be if, say, mum and dad are in a situation and then it defaults to dad and then if anything would happen to dad, the children. Um, but if mum's lost capacity, dad's no, dad's still got capacity but really doesn't want to make decisions, it can be a very tough situation to be in. Yeah, okay, so that's a really good point as well. And one of the things uh, that I normally talk to people about is the different clauses that are required in the power of attorney. So if somebody just goes in and downloads the power of attorney off the website, the Queensland Government website or whichever government um, you're dealing with, whichever state, Quite often those powers of attorney don't have the clauses that are needed to make sure you've got the flexibility. And sometimes um, people don't want to go and see a lawyer because it's going to cost some money. Um, but what I, what I guess we could probably say around the power of attorney is that if you don't see a lawyer and get the correct clauses in your powers of attorney, it will cost you a lot more money in the long run. Yeah, definitely. So them clauses are pretty important. Um, what you can actually do or make changes to is endure of empowerment enduring power of attorney is really impacted by them clauses. Um, some of these are such as gifting, bond denominations, um, and having the ability to make, well, to plan with these things is, is big in mum, mum and dad's overall situation if something were to happen. Um, again, that can come back down to the, the aged care fees, but um, the wider estate plan there is very big. Yeah, okay. And and the estate planning is something that, again, we'll be dealing with as we go through the various episodes um, in Aged Care Hacks. So given all of the issues that I guess we come across on a day-to-day basis and you've seen specifically, what are some of the steps that can be taken now and I guess uh, probably an action plan that people could adopt that would, I guess, protect them and their parents um, and also help them prepare for what's likely to come. Yeah, so the first step is really to um, sit down with your siblings and mum and dad um, and have that family discussion, see what mum and dad are, are interested in. Obviously, 
while we don't want to think about care and it is a, a difficult uh, discussion to have with mum and dad, the reality is that it is quite a common scenario that at least one of them will end up in care. Um, so obviously have that discussion, understand, okay, they may want to go to, to, to a particular facility. Um, so having them discussions and being aware of actually what they want and then from there, sitting down, having a look, okay, if something would have happened to the both of you, planning for that situation. So who would have control, who would make the decisions. Um, so that there, again, is where our enduring power of attorney comes into play. Um, and then from there, actually sitting down and potentially looking to seek financial advice, have a look at mum and dad's situation, um, see if there's anything that can be done to obviously plan for a care scenario that would provide a uh, financial benefit in the long run. With that also, um, as a part of the financial planning process, we also do suggest considering your estate plan, um, as discussed prior. Yeah. Okay, great. So if I can just sum up in terms of the main points of the plan, um, you mentioned the family meeting, so that's obviously going to be something that's quite important for um, the whole family to be at. Uh, I guess in this uh, environment now, it could be done over something like Zoom or Microsoft Teams and that sort of stuff. Planning for control, you said, was a big one as well, so uh, that was really good to uh, bring out. And finally, contacting an advisor. So, Jaden, they're three very good points. Before we get to that stage uh, where they are in need of advice, what are, say, three or four specific actions that people can make to ensure that they get prepared early. Yeah, so as we were saying um, with that family meeting, prior to that one of the things is to be very observant of mum and dad at home. Um, they may try to hide any signs that they aren't managing or may not want to hassle you um, is how they're going to view things. So just being aware of them if they do look like they're struggling, maybe have a chat to your brother or sister um, if you've got siblings. Also having that chat may they may actually say to you, okay, yeah, we've, we've noticed mum and dad are, are doing that as well. Um, that's a good starting point and is, is a good thing to be picking up with each other um, and discussing. With that too, um, from there, talking to your parents, do they actually need the assistance? Sometimes for them, they're not going to put their hand up and say, we do need it. Um, but once you start talking to them, they may be finding it difficult to get out and mow the yard on a weekly basis or... Uh, do certain things so this is a really good point to bring up with them and also have a look at how they can be helped right so thanks so there's basically three key points there be observant um, have a look for things that might be changing in your parents lives perhaps talk to other family members so that uh, they're also observant and you can see collectively if something's happened and then have a chat to your parents um, so Jaden, that's been really good um, what we've got everybody is an aged care action plan which you can download from our website or simply by clicking the link associated with this podcast or alternatively going to www.zestfinancial.com.au and then hitting the download button under the resources area there so thanks for listening everybody and in the coming weeks we'll start to break this down a little bit more and get into some of the complexities around the aged care fees